Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the China Untold Podcast, a platform dedicated to sharing lesser-known stories from the world's most populous nation. I'm your host, Matt Bossens, coming at you from Beijing, China. For this week's episode, let's take a trip—a journey through time, if you will—and turn the clocks back a whopping 66 million years to the time right before a massive asteroid slammed into Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula and ended the reign of the dinosaurs. Our region of focus is modern-day Ganzhou, a prefecture-level city in southern Jiangxi Province. Near the boundaries with Fujian and Guangdong provinces, today the area enjoys summer highs in the low to mid 30s and winter lows generally ranging from four to six degrees Celsius. It wasn't always this way, though. Ganzhou was a hot, wet, and heavily forested environment inhabited by a wide array of prehistoric species at the end of the Cretaceous period. The world was warmer back then. And there were no ice caps at the time, according to American paleontologist and evolutionary biologist Stephen Brusat. There is evidence in the rocks that Ganja was a warm and tropical place. There was a lot of life there, including long-necked dinosaurs, duck-billed dinosaurs, and lizards. Brusat works at the University of Edinburgh, where he serves as a Chancellor's Fellow. And vertebrate paleontology at the School of Geosciences. Fans of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World films will be interested to learn that in February of this year, Brusat was announced as a member of the scientific advisory board for Colin Trevorrow's Jurassic World 3. In his best-selling book, *The Rise and Fall of the Dinosaurs: A New History of a Lost World*. Brusat notes that the Ganzhou region would have been sticky with humidity 12 months a year during the late Cretaceous, and that the landscape would have been blanketed with ferns, conifers, and pine trees. Among the diverse array of organisms that called the area home during the late Cretaceous was a carnivorous beast that has changed the way researchers view the iconic tyrannosaur family, Chianjosaurus sinensis, more commonly known. As Pinocchio Rex, discovered in 2010 at a construction site in Ganzhou, Chianjosaurus was revealed as a new member of the Tyrannosaur family by Brusat. And celebrated Chinese professor and paleontologist Liu Junchang in 2014. Its name, which was bestowed by the duo, refers to Qianzhou, Ganzhou's name during the Tang Dynasty. So, what makes this cousin of the iconic T. Rex so unique, and why on earth is it nicknamed Pinocchio Rex? The answer to both of these questions is the animal's long snout. According to a research paper composed by Professor Liu, Brusat, and their team, and published in Nature Communications in May of 2014, the
The overwhelming majority of Tyrannosaurs are characterized by deep skulls, thick teeth, and large jaw muscles. Chianjosaurus, in comparison, boasts thinner teeth and a long slender snout that accounts for around 70% of the total length of the animal's skull. Interestingly, Pinocchio Rex's long nose was topped with a row of small horns, which I imagine would have added to the animal's terrifying appearance. To the untrained eyes, Chianjosaurus looks slightly similar to a dinosaur species that appeared in the most recent Jurassic World film, a dinosaur known as Baryonyx. A relative of the mighty Spinosaurus, which was featured as the big baddie in Jurassic Park 3, Baryonyx also boasts a long, slender snout. But despite this shared attribute, Chianjosaurus and Baryonyx were two very different animals. According to Broussat, quote, I guess Chianjosaurus looks a little bit like a Spinosaur, with the long snout. But Spinosaurus have big forearms and big claws, and a sail. Chianjosaurus is a very close relative of T-Rex. If you took the skull of a T-Rex and stretched it out, you'd have a Chianjosaurus skull. End quote. But the skull shape isn't the only difference between Chianjosaurus and Tyrannosaurus rex, as the former has a smaller body size and lighter skeleton than old Rexy. The Chianjosaurus specimen discovered in Jiangxi is estimated to have been about 9 meters long, and weighed about 800 kilograms, making it smaller and likely more agile than its 13-meter-long relative T-Rex. This lighter frame and its extended snout possibly allowed the animal to hunt smaller and faster prey than T-Rex. According to National Geographic, the chances are that Chianjosaurus's skull had been weaker than T-Rex and would not have been able to bite as powerfully. This means the animals likely didn't compete much for food, which is essential to note, as both predators would have lived side by side 66 million years ago. The Chianjosaurus was likely a land-based meat-eater, specialized in catching agile prey. Unlike other long-snouted carnivores like Baryonyx and Spinosaurus, or modern predators like river dolphins and crocodiles, Chianjosaurus probably didn't eat fish. This dietary niche means it likely lived in relative peace with its cousin T-Rex. Since Chianjosaurus didn't eat aquatic animals, we can also assume it would have lived in relative harmony with Baryonyx and Spinosaurus had they walked the Earth at the same time. It's worth noting that both Baryonyx and Spinosaurus lived millions of years before the long-snouted Pinocchio Rex. Like many dinosaurs, the fossilized Chianjosaurus skeleton is incomplete. Recovered from the construction site in 2010 were a mostly complete skull, a substantial portion of the lower left jaw, along with a smattering of vertebrae, uh, a left femur, and a left tibia, along with a, a range of other fossilized bones. Also missing from the prehistoric remains is evidence that Chianjosaurus had feathers. Although, in the case of feathers, a lack of evidence doesn't make it unlikely. According to Broussat, quote, I would guess it did have feathers. It is very hard for soft bits like feathers to get preserved, 
but we know that its ancestors and close cousins had feathers. So the most reasonable hypothesis is that Chianjosaurus also had primitive feathers. End quote. With only one set of Pinocchio Rex remains currently unearthed, many of these theories will have to wait to be further tested. Possibly until the next time a South China construction worker stumbles upon a fossil bed. What is known, though, is that Chianjosaurus isn't the only unique Tyrannosaurus species to have wandered the Asian continent. Before the discovery of Pinocchio Rex, two other long-snouted Tyrannosaurus were discovered in Mongolia in 1976 and 2009. Dubbed Allioramus, these unique carnivores puzzled researchers who were unable to decide if the dinosaurs represented a new species or were simply juvenile T. rexes that had not yet grown into their bulky adult snouts. Chianjosaurus changed the debate though and demonstrated that Allioramus is not a young T. rex and is a distinct species. This is because the Chianjosaurus remains are clearly from a full-grown adult. In a 2014 article in Science News, Professor Liu stated, quote, the new discovery of Chianjosaurus is very important. Along with Allioramus from Mongolia, it shows that long-snouted Tyrannosaurids were widely distributed in Asia. Although we are only starting to learn about them, the long-snouted Tyrannosaurus were apparently one of the main groups of predatory dinosaurs in Asia. End quote. It has been suggested by some researchers and publications that Chianjosaurus and Allioramus were actually members of the same species, with the former being an adult version of the latter. Whether or not this is the case, only time, money, and further research will tell. Following Pinocchio Rex's discovery, researchers devised a new branch of the Tyrannosaur family. This branch is for specimens with very long snouts, and they anticipate that more dinosaurs will be added to the grouping as excavations in Asia continue to unearth new species. One final note before I end today's show. In this episode, I mentioned that T-Rex and Chianjosaurus lived side by side in Asia during the late Cretaceous. I also noted that there has been confusion regarding whether or not Allioramus was a young T-Rex. While this is all true in its simplest form, I'd like to clarify that by T-Rex in Asia, I am talking about Taborosaurus, a dinosaur that is believed to be a member of the Tyrannosaur family and that closely resembles the North American T-Rex. Many have referred to Taborosaurus as Asia's T-Rex, and I have decided to refer to Taborosaurus as T-Rex to keep this episode as straightforward as possible, believing that bogging it down with too many dinosaur names would get confusing and render this episode a challenging one to listen to. If you are keen to learn more about Taborosaurus, Chianjosaurus, and other dinosaurs mentioned in today's episode, please visit the China Untold website, where I will link to various online material that I believe is informative and accurate. I'd also like to apologize to keen-eared listeners and the dino fanatics 
or any dinosaur names that I mispronounced during this episode, as I am sure there are a couple. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the China Untold Podcast. To learn more about the podcast and to find a list of sources used for this episode, please visit our website, www.chinauntoldpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at China Untold and on Facebook by searching China Untold Podcast. I look forward to catching you next time with another fascinating story from the Middle Kingdom.